Jersey is the world. Hi, everybody. Welcome to New Jersey is the world. This is Chris Gathard. Lucky to be your host as we do yet another episode of this this podcast that celebrates a, a an much maligned state, a place that doesn't get celebrated all that often. Well, we're proud to step up and celebrate it, even though this episode is not celebrating it. It's about trying to figure out what's the most garbage town in New Jersey. This was uh, an episode that came about organically. As you'll hear, Mike D sent out a text to our text chain that was not aimed at being an episode idea. He was just expressing something. And I said, let's do a whole episode. Now, this is uh, more negative than we usually go. Like I said, we like this show to be celebratory. Now we're talking about the most garbage town in the state. We have a lot of fun with it. But I also want to point out, if you listen to the end, what we start to get to is, I think, a very valid debate about what would that even mean? Does it mean, as as Mike D seems to think, places that maybe betray the, the general grit and attitude of New Jersey? Is it, as Bonaduce seems to maybe think, places where there's been some issues where the state walks away or the federal money goes away and people look the other way and infrastructure fails and the idea of being a quote-unquote garbage town is actually rather tragic. It reflects a sense of failure and abandonment by by all of us as a whole. Or is it, as I put out there, a place that just doesn't bring anything to the table, a place that lacks the quirk, the 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 spirit of New Jersey in the sense that there's stuff interesting around every corner. Who knows? I I imagine there's people that might agree with one of us more than the others. There's also people out there who might have their own definition of of what this could mean. And most importantly, it's going to be a lot of people who have their own opinions on what the most garbage town in the state is. And if you do, join the Patreon over at patreon.com slash New Jersey's The World. Get in on the discussion and leave us a voicemail, 973-780-4660. Let us know your opinions on the most garbage town in this state. Most of all, have fun with it as we did. And remember that inside even a topic as negative as this, we are always celebrating this place here and always rooting for it to be its best and better, both better than its former self and better than the other 49 states, which it is. Anyway, enjoy the episode, everybody. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of New Jersey is the World. I am excited for this one. I am here with the Town gang. Mike D, how are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling great. I'm slightly nervous about what we're going to talk about because I'm worried that I am going to come off as a really, really awful person. But that's okay. I love it. It's okay. Let your true colors show, Mike D. <laughs> Nikki Bonadich, how are you doing? You ready to come off as an awful person? <laughs> well, that's, I don't Listen, I try, I really try not to. And uh, I think once you know me, you you realize my intentions are good. But this is a touchy one. And I briefly was told about this during the day, but I was so busy and like uh, working and stuff like that that I started thinking about it at like the end of the day when I was like working overtime. And I didn't feel really good about the subject. Okay. Okay. Because I feel like it could just be playful. But you're right, it could get dark fast. Um, I'll put out here a caveat. It is a Tuesday night. I am currently on duty with the volunteer EMT squad in my Morris County town. So if a pager goes off and we have to pause the taping, that is why I have a lot of fun adding this caveat at the beginning of every episode we tape on a Tuesday. Now, people are probably sitting here going like, what's this thing that they're worried could get too dark or that they could come up at? Basically, it's this. We have a text thread because, uh, you know, it's 2022. There's actually a, a few days. There's a New Jersey is the World production thread. There's a party one with everybody from all the shows. And then there's a Wotown one. Um, and on one of those, Mike D shared that he visited a certain town in New Jersey. And he, he put the, not I don't think too serious, sort of innocuously said, I think this might be the most garbage town in the state. <laughs> And we were all laughing about that, started debating, could that be true? And then we started saying, well, here's some other contenders for the most garbage town in the state. And that's when I think I very intelligently stepped in and went, let's pause this text thread because this is an episode. This is not a text chain. So I don't think any of us are coming to come off bad. Look, at the end of the day, I'll say a few things. Some, some place has got to be the most garbage place in the state. And here's what I'll say too. What's really interesting about this conversation is not just slamming different towns. It's all of us trying to determine what our definitions are for the most garbage 
place in the state because even that's that's the hardest part yeah and the most interesting part because that's the part that's more revealing about the character behind this of um you know even the things mike d was expressing about that town i go very interesting i see why you think that way but to me that doesn't even approach what is the most garbage part of the state because we're just thinking of it differently and that that is the far more intelligent thing and the other thing i'll just say too before any of us feel bad is look whatever towns we bring up from our perspective, dwelling in the places we've been, living in the places we've lived, listen, we all know there's definitely some real fucking shithole parts of South Jersey none of us have ever seen or stepped foot in or heard of. Oh boy. Okay. And I'm not trying to, wait, am I already coming off really bad? I think I, I maybe I just came off. So you guys can feel free to talk because I just came off worse than I think you could. Can I just make a wild guess? I have like some contenders for what Chris's biggest garbage town towns are. One is probably the Short Hills. Okay, interesting. Another is probably Livingston. Mm-hmm. These are all based on whatever. Uh, the fact that I grew up um, in a white trash section of West Orange and was taught to hate the rich. Down the hill. And I've had a, to, a lifetime to out, uh, have to outgrow it and haven't fully successfully done so. Interesting. Interesting theory, Nikki. But I would... I will also say, based on your previous comment, that um, my mind immediately went to South Jersey because of uh, several experiences that I had in the past like year. Okay. Well, how about we do this? And Mike D, I don't want to put you on the spot. Um, you've said you're a little nervous about how you come up. Do you want to reveal the town that you initially said? Yes. That prompted this conversation, and, and then I'm I'm wondering if you've thought about it more, if you stand by it, or if you want to put some other contenders in the mix. But let's talk about the town that kicked off this convo. So I was surprised. The, the way this conversation started was Sunday morning this week. I was really excited to go to the punk rock flea market, which I found out was going to be in Edison, which is a stone's throw from where I live. I could practically walk there, get really excited. We all get in the car. We drive to the punk rock flea market. We get there and we find out that it was the day before because uh, I am often a moron and do not check things very thoroughly. So we are at the empty parking lot of the convention center and there's no punk rock flea market. We have a quick chat. We're like, well, why don't, you know, look, it looks like there's a street fair in Red Bank. Why don't we go down to Red Bank and check out the street fair? I know that there's Jay and Bob's Silent Stash. There's a music store, a couple other things. We can get some food. So we drive down to Red Bank, spend a couple hours there, and then we leave. And that's when I texted you guys. And I was like, Red Bank is the most garbage town in New Jersey. And I stand by that, like, hands down. Red Bank. Yeah. What jumped out at you about Red Bank? That's weird, man. I, like To me, it's one of those things where people are like, oh, you should go to Red Bank. You should check out Red Bank. Hang out in Red Bank. And there's really nothing to it except one... Str- and again, like I'm not going to besmirch the greater town. It might be a nice place to live. But as far as a visitor, there's really nothing going on there except a bunch of like weird stores that sell cutting boards and candles and things that you don't want. Jay, Jay and Bob's Silent Stash is awesome. That's a whole different animal. But outside that, there's really nothing. It's a bunch of people. We even, you know, we ate lunch at, at what is supposed to be like a really great fancy diner. Not good, super expensive, limited menu. By the time you hit exit, like 120 diarrhea. Like not a great, not a great experience. And the whole thing about Red Bank was to me, what signifies a garbage town in New Jersey is when you could take this town and drop it any other place in the world and it would fit just perfectly there. There is nothing New Jersey about it. To me, it was just like a bad main street plop somewhere. So that's my criteria is, is the town Jersey or not? I was taken there for like, the first time probably since like we saw like Morrissey at the Count Basie yeah. Theater. And how many friggin' years ago is that, right? 20 something at least. So I know nothing about it. And of course there's like all like the, oh, what's that terrible store that used to be in Montclair? Uh, whatever. It's like a clothing store or something uh, eclectic, whatever, whatever, bullshit like that. So there's, 
I see Red Bank as kind of like, okay, you go there to like eat, entertainment. Um, there's tons of different kinds of food. And I think what you might have gotten trapped into was just going to where like the fair was. Residentially, like uh, Red Bank's made like a, they have great schools. Like it's not cheap to buy a place there. Um, you're on the water. What's that? The Are you on the Navisink over there? It's the Navisink, yeah. So go down by the water. It's pretty like cool. They have a beautiful water area. It's very peaceful at night. There's lots of like art in the alleyways. And I was there with somebody who like gave me a very thorough tour of like Red Bank. And my most negative experience there was going to that uh, Yestercade place where I actually... We did go to Yestercade. Where I actually almost got into a fight <laughs> with a parent the day, like the week after with my kids <laughs> playing like air hockey to the point where I was just like, whatever, I'm not even going to go there. But like, unfortunately, that to me is what kind of ruined Red Bank. But there, I think, I think it's like a bigger like Montclair with like a, a bigger jerk off faction that like regulars, like the the regulars of the area that, that gravitate to it. It's funny, Mike, cause when you said it, I was like, Whoa, I can't believe Mike said Red Bank. It's the most garbage town. Shocking to me. Then I thought about it. Here's where I'm at, right? I'm going through in my mind, I'm thinking of different towns in New Jersey and I'm thinking of, of like garbage places. And like, I love the state to death. I love the state as much as anybody. Like if anybody's listened to this podcast for five minutes, they know this, but there's garbage places, right? And I'm sitting here, I'm going, if you got, my perspective is this, I go, on the one hand, I know what you mean about being able to like, you could drop this. I've been to other states that have places like Red Bank, but in my mind, I go, if you've got, Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash, and you got the Count Basie Theater and Jack's Music Shop. I'm like, right there. Is Jack's Music Shop still there? It is. <clears throat> and it was like, fine. <clears throat> it was not that anything special. It was just like a place that had records and CDs, you know? Um, Jay and Silent Bob, uh, that place was awesome like super cool, like almost a shrine to Kevin Smith at this point, which I loved. I feel like if you have those three places, you got more than a lot of other towns in New Jersey. I was thinking about it. I go, the sense I get having passed through Red Bank is that, and you guys would, I feel like Nikki, you probably know more than I do about this living down in Ocean County now. There's like a lot of stretches of the Jersey Shore with money and I feel like the tackiest of those moneyed Jersey Shore people go and eat in Red Bank and kind of try to show off and they wear outfits like it's fake fucking Montauk. And I've seen a lot of that <laughs> of like people, people acting like Red Bank's the fucking fake Hamptons. Yes. And they just come off as very tacky people to me. Yeah. yeah but they don't have like, they don't have real like water access. You have a, a, a train that's accessible. It's very commutable. Um, good schools. Um, was my original point is that it's Monmouth County. Remember that number one, mm -hmm. um, it might be people with like money who I think it's, I think it's eclectic in that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's like more new money. I get, that's what I get. I get the sense that it's like, like guys who have done a lot of Coke <laughs> wearing tight white pants eating very good, but overpriced scallops and like, no, and they're all married and miserable. Um, people and like, people trying have to wear kids. outfits like they're at the Kentucky fucking Derby. You know what I mean? Like people trying to be like show off rich and it's a little tacky. They probably have whales on their shorts or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Things like that. Some weird, like polo image of a polo person sewn into some piece of fucking clothing. Their kids are actually terrible <laughs> as opposed to like areas where people have more money. And I've, and like these kids, and they are can great. be classy about. Yeah, it. no, I'm like it's a, it's like they're the they're like the parents of their kids that like when they get in trouble in school, like it's never their kids' fault. 
that kind of thing. So I, I, like I said, I'm like, I see those negatives. Like I can see I've passed through the town and I've spent enough time there to be like, yeah, there's some like tacky new rich behavior here. Yeah. I I've seen towns like this in other sort of water adjacent areas. But in my mind, if you got the Kevin Smith store, Count Basie and Jack's music shop, you can't be the most garbage town in New Jersey. You might be disappointed in it or more garbage than others. But I, I was thinking about what defines a garbage New Jersey place for me. I don't know though, Nick, if you want to offer up a nominee next. Um, oh, okay. So mine goes directly, like I said, to uh, like recent experiences. And at the time I was traveling all over North Jersey and South Jersey and uh, in areas of the same economic class, which was like, uh, we'll, we'll say this because of what I was doing. Um, people aren't on uh, public assistance, uh, receiving um, medical assistance through, you know, whatever. Um, people stuck in the system. And then, like, I've, like, I haven't felt this unsafe, like, where, like, dead, dead serious. And you know me, like, I, I know I can, like, you know, relate to anybody and I know how to conduct myself and know places where I should and shouldn't go. I never felt this like in danger and also a combination of like lawlessness in front of like the police until I was like on the border of, I guess it was like Camden and Gloucester city. That's interesting. Gloucester city. I've never thought about Gloucester city in my life. I don't know that I knew it existed before right now. I wish I could tell more details about it. But anyway, I had the, <laughs> this one, I guess this was literally like a street away was, I guess, Gloucester City. But I'm like right on the border of Camden where when I pulled up, like immediately, like I had to assess who's running the block. Um, I knew as soon as like I walked away from my van, somebody's probably going to like try and get into it. And then um, there's this weird, like, social class thing where there's really poor, every kind of person, and um, a sense of, like, danger and no services available to, like, anybody. And this is all stuff you're sensing, like, as you climb out of your van. You're picking up on all of this. Yeah, but it wasn't just there. Like, I had to make a bunch of deliveries within the entire area. Like, I was going back and forth between... Camp, maybe, maybe I would say maybe it was more Camden than Gloucester City, but like in both areas, it was like sketchy as fuck. Um, the cops obviously just didn't want to get involved in anything. They had cops go like right by me as someone was being like beaten in the street behind my van, and I had to wait until like somebody like stopped, you know, like being beaten to like get into my van. Then I paid a guy 10 bucks to like just watch my van because he seemed to be like the dude on the block. And wait, which job was this? I had this thing, right? Like I, I work construction, blah, 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 and, and all that. But I had this problem like when I get laid off since I can't sit still for more than like five days without having something to do. Like I wind up like picking up this like side gig, like delivering hospital equipment. Like I remember this. I do you remember this? <laughs> I do remember this. This is my MO. You have to understand my entire like life i've had the weirdest jobs like whatever but like i always find work and you know that's just how i am and like i'm always intrigued by these weird encounters there's a hustle to be had and you're happy to have a hustle i'm a hustler i can't help myself i'm a hustler i've known you a long time you're happy to have a hustle and you love so, a ridiculous um, you do also love a ridiculous hustle that takes you to unusual places i do i do hence the uh, uh cookbook and marker salesmanship job <laughs> but <laughs> So I have to like go places and like set up like hospital beds in people's like homes. So the one home that I was going into was like had holes in the floor and the guy who was living there was shitting in the corner in a bucket and I had to go in there and like set up like a hospital bed. And like I'm a sucker and I'm compassionate. This poor guy had been sleeping on a couch and when I like looked closer there was like um like fleas jumping off of it. They had a pillow shoved in the wall. And I realized that he's like, well, I put that there so the fleas don't come in. There's cats everywhere. And there is somebody living upstairs who sounds like they're 
being sequestered in a room and screaming out with like cries of like who knows what. So I'm like, I'm concerned right away. And like when I go in there, I'm like, I can't breathe. So I call up my boss. I'm like, this is probably not a good place to go into. He's like, well, you know, the, the, the state pays the contract, like blah, blah, blah. You like have to. And I'm like, I know the guy needs the stuff that I'm bringing there because, you know, he just needs it. And I'm like, listen, I'll like, I'll endure this, like, you know, whatever. So in the, in the meantime, like while doing that, every time I go out to my truck, there's like, you know, and I don't bring anything with me. Like I'm, you know, might've had like lunch on my seat. My doors are open after I locked them. Like, oh, Jesus. there's nothing that you would want to steal. What do you want? Like a port, like you want to, like one of those portable like potties or something or a seat cushion for your like, you know, so like this is like, this was the worst one, but throughout the entire place, like I just, my instinct of, you know, every experience I've had in any urban environment did not compare to this. And I felt bad for people, like people that were living there that were working that, and I would see it like the people that were coming home for work, getting harassed, like getting back to their home, they had no protections. They were living in fear. The streets are fucked up. Um, obviously, there's no money put into like infrastructure, or, um, you know that kind of thing. So, and, and, and like I don't want it to be a reflection on the people who live there because I'm sure there's lots of good people that are working hard and struggling. But when you let a place get that bad and it's like known to be so corrupt, I mean, I think Camden was the place where the state police had to go in and like reorganize the police department and like mm-hmm. we pump money into their Rutgers, you have the aquarium, like, you know, all that stuff, like all these good efforts that taxpayers are paying for ultimately, like, does any of it actually go to the community or is it providing a resource for anybody to like better themselves or make the town safer? Because everything that I experienced there was like the opposite of that. So that's my, uh, we'll say the Camden, Gloucester City area. But I think Camden was worse than Gloucester City. So we'll go with Camden. I mean, that is a compelling story. Um, I'm looking up Gloucester City now. 11,484 people. Yeah, right there, right on the border with it. I mean, is that how we define it? Mike D, your reaction to Nick's story, because that's gripping imagery. It's really sad. And I see the angle. I see why you would pick that. Yeah, but my... My thinking of what a, the most garbage city in New Jersey is, is there, there's places in New Jersey, like, and I've, I, I've said this on the podcast many times, like, I am team Camden. Like, I've always been pulling for Camden. And, like, yeah, it's a tough place. But I don't think it's garbage. I think the garbage places in New Jersey are the places that are hyped up and then you get there and they're awful. So that's why I think, because people are always like, oh, where should you go in New Jersey? Go to Red Bank. And then you get to Red Bank and you're like, this is garbage. And I think there's other places like Montclair where it's like, oh, you got to go to Montclair. It's like the Brooklyn of New Jersey. It's like, oh no, it's actually garbage. No. You know, and, and that to me is the difference. You did, you said you were on that text thread saying like, I might even throw Montclair into the conversation as the most garbage. And I'm going, I would squarely throw Montclair in there as a top contender for most garbage. I, you know, I, I, am shocked I to- struggle with that because I'm not familiar enough with it now. And it's like current state and it's the same thing. It's like very diverse. And we grew up at a different time when Montclair was a different place. I had like family and law enforcement there. I had a different perspective that way. Um, I, I, I get what you're saying, Mike. I totally like, I get it. I totally understand the perspective, but to say it's the most garbage, it's funny. Cause I, 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 I react to Nick's story too. I go, man, that's like heartbreaking. And you've seen, you've seen some, some real shit, like, and and to know people are living that way. But I also sit here and I go, Camden also, Walt Whitman, it does have the aquarium. It does have the relationship with Philly. It does have all this stuff. And then so much of what's wrong is like a result of some really fascinating stuff as far as like New Jersey corruption and New Jersey politics and the Norcross family milking it dry while claiming to be its big protectors. And that's such a, an interesting story. And I go, if, it, if it's a place that represents so many layers of New Jersey, can it truly be the most, the most garbage? Camden is in a tough spot, but it's not garbage. And to me, that's the distinction. It's just like- yeah. 
Yeah. I think I, I think it has a tremendous amount of potential. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a big like infrastructure person. And like you know, I know tons of money like is going in there. Your your state money if you live in South Jersey or in uh, Camden County is probably being cycled into there. And of course, they make the areas that are like nice to drop. Does anybody who goes to the aquarium or the battleship do they like no. stay in the area and like drop money at a restaurant? Of course. Okay. So the Rutgers campus is a little satellite that's kind of protected onto itself, right? That's always been the rep. right. If you if you drive out of those areas and you start driving down the streets, and not one street has been paved in like I'm not kidding you, like fucking twenty years, and there's raised manholes and shit like that, like. I have a serious fucking problem because that isn't just like it's it, it's probably corruption, but it's like neglect of the city. The focus is to like draw money into state or privately run institute. I don't know who runs the aquarium. Is that run by the state? Is it run by a private entity? Um, okay, if you live in Camden County or if you live in Camden, like you can go to Rutgers for free. Fantastic. That's I support that like a hundred percent. And I and um. You know, I want everybody to have like opportunities, no matter, you know, where you're from, or whatever, especially if you're coming out of that. And I don't know that that's I guess it's more like the people running the place that I that I think are garbage. But they're also like against the tremendous amount of like, you know, adversity and who knows whatever else is going on. But as far as a personal like thing of like where I think people are garbage, I don't know. It's not garbage people. It's garbage place. And I like the two different takes. Yeah. I like seeing Nick that you're saying like there are places I've seen that have actual failed infrastructure where they're becoming unlivable and we're still asking people to live there in a way that's grim and unfair. And we got to raise a red flag that, yeah, these places might be the most garbage places in the state. So we either got to fix them or we got to inject money into them. You got to help people. You can't have a place where there's just people lingering around and the second a van shows up, they're breaking into it just because there's literally nothing else to do. You can't have people sleeping with holes in the walls that they're stuffing their own bedding into to stop bug infestations. Like, it's not an okay way to ask people to live. I think that's a very valid way to say that's a garbage situation. We're putting people in that and it, it, it needs to be dealt with. Mike D, I also totally see what you're saying of like places like Red Bank and Montclair that are these outliers that kind of separate themselves from New Jersey and then, and then create this hype that is hard to live up to. Any place in Jersey that's ever been called the New Brooklyn is an underwhelming experience from that point forward in the rest of its history. For sure. There's no way. I still, I don't even understand how anybody could assimilate Montclair to like Brooklyn in any way because- Maplewood to Brooklyn is even more baffling. That's even stranger. That's it. Well, that's just silly. Yeah. It's silly. Montclair, I was saying on the text there to Mike Deagle, I go, look, Montclair's always had this countercultural reaction to its wealth. It gave us Let It Rock, Crazy Rhythms, Cafe Eclectic, Tierney's is in Montclair. That's a great bar. Tierney's is a how can a place great. How can a place with Tierney's be the most garbage place in Jersey? It, it's got Applegate I think Farm, it used to, you know? I think it used to be so so much more economically uh, um, diverse for better or worse. But even uh, the areas that were like seen as the bad parts of Montclair are now like becoming um, exclusive and there's gentrification that's occurred there. Yeah. We talked about it when I interviewed Amani Oakley and um, I brought it up to Mikey Sherrill in the interview there of like Amani correctly flagged, like there's these historically black owned parts of Montclair and, uh, the, there are a lot of developers that would love to make that, hey, we're going to run a shuttle to the nearest train station. They would love it. They would love it. And it's it's fascinating. But I think, and, and also too, we're old and we assume that Montclair has totally cheesed out. It's still got the meat locker. The meat locker is one of the only real DIY spaces in North Jersey that's been going. I mean, it's been going for years. Like it's got, I just did a bunch of shows with these kids who run Silverstream Studios. They let me come and do some comedy shows. That's where we recorded our Mikey Sherrill interview. I'm like, these kids are selling fanzines. These kids are selling like skateboard decks out of that Montclair. It's always had that side. The Montclair Book Center is still there. Like The Montclair Book Center is amazing. And I'm glad that that exists. Like that is one of, there's someone who's both like worked in books and <laughs> loves bookstores. Yes, that is an amazing bookstore. But I think 
overall, Montclair, it's just like a bad commercial strip with like overpriced, mediocre restaurants. And it's just not that interesting, man. Like I think any of the interesting grit has moved further down Bloomfield Avenue to Bloomfield and North Nork. And, you know, that's where things are actually interesting. And and that's like, again, like my definition of the garbage town is it's a place that like, if a friend from somewhere else, like I'm coming to New Jersey, where should I go? People are like, Red Blank, Montclair. My definition is if you send them there, they're going to be grossly disappointed. <laughs> that, that is my version of a garbage town in New Jersey, not places that are hard up, which is a different thing. So for Mike, garbage town is, I don't, want to, I don't know if you would say synonymous, Mike, but very closely related to overhyped. Yes, overhyped is a good comparison. And the overhyped aspect removes a lot of Jersey credibility from those places too. They become, they become these places that the rest of the area roll, rolls around at. Now for Nick, we're seeing failed infrastructure. We're seeing places that, and, and this goes you know back to your profession and the way you think of, oh my God, can these people get reliable power? Can they get reliable water? Is there reliable sewage? Are these houses stable? Like you're seeing areas in what you do where you go, I've actually seen it because I I know that there's I know that there's so much money both state and federal out there and when, when it just bothers me that uh, you know it's 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 not being used the proper way. Of course. I don't know. And and I'm a sucker because I'm I've always been a compassionate person. It goes back to like my my thing of, you know, originally For sure. I get it. You know, that whole thing. So Do you want my nominee? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let's hear what yours is. Okay. Cuz I thought long and hard about it. I'm I'm this is killing me. Yeah, I have me neither. no idea. Well, I'm, I'm curious. Is, and listen. I I thought a bunch of different things. And also I'm hearing a bunch of I think it's Mike D. Are you like opening yogurt, Mike D? There's something happening that's making a bunch of noise. He's actually uh, running a craps game on uh, right behind him. I am. It would be Mike D in high school would be running a craps game during this for sure. There'd be the listen. The game don't stop just because we got a podcast to record. <laughs> now I thought a lot about it, and initially I'm sitting here going, "Okay, this is another good opportunity to bash Livingston." But look, Livingston has the Livingston Mall. <laughs> Livingston has the Boyardo compound. Ugh. Livingston has some stuff I really love. Livingston has the Landmark Tavern. You know what I mean? Like they've got some cool stuff. So I sit here and I go, if I can think of even one or two things that I like about a place, it's not the most garbage town because there's towns where I can't think of one thing I like about the place. Does Livingston have some people who I grew up resenting? Sure. But I I also am aware that that's on me to a degree. Um, But there's enough going on in Livingston that I go, it's, you know, the Riker Hill Art Park alone and the whole Boyardo history. I go, that became another qualifier of me. I go, if you have one cool, weird New Jersey thing, you're not the most garbage town in my mind. I go, so if you have a restaurant that I've liked or that I, I know is legendary, even if I haven't visited it, I can't be mad at you. If you got a weird New Jersey spot, I can't be mad at you. Um, even if there's something that's like infamous instead of famous. Like I start thinking... I was thinking maybe Manville. Maybe Manville should be my spot. Because Manville, Manville's, you know, a pretty notorious place. I mean, my friend Randy, who listens to our shows from time to time, he grew up in Somerville. And I, I, I legendarily, I've talked about that on the show. I once, I officiated his wedding. And I said to him offhandedly, I went through Somerville. It's like, it's like all Montclair now. He's like, yeah, it's way different than when I grew up there. I was like, yeah, in my mind, I was like, Somerville was always just kind of like another like Boundbrook or Manville, like one of those. And he got visibly mad and went, it's not Manville. Like that's how people are thinking of Manville down there. But I'm sitting here and I'm going, look, I don't know much about Manville, but I know it's the former home. Frank's Chicken House. A Frank's Chicken House. A legendarily fucked up strip club. Now that story has made me laugh for years. It gave me- Juice bar, juice bar. (laughs) Sorry, juice bar. That that sounds giving me- You got full listen, nudity, baby. Full nudity. You got to buy two snapples though, and they're going to cost you thirty eight dollars. Who cares? You bring your you, own cooler in, buddy. You get to see. You get to see bare. You get to see bare bottom. You get to see bare bottom genitals. You get to see a little cooch. But thirty eight dollars on uh, diet snapples. If some place has given, even if that place is infamous, and even if that place is cracked out in its own right, it's made me laugh so hard. 
Okay, I think of Short Hills. It, it popped into my mind, Nick. I won't lie. You called me out. It's going to be Short Hills. I mean, I've gone on record and said, I hope I live to see capitalism fall, and I hope that it starts at the Short Hills Mall, which I, it makes has to make me like the the Woody Guthrie of New Jersey. Okay, like <laughs> I have said, I have said that if a bomb, I, I've said this well before this podcast. Based on having to deliver Weird New Jerseys to whatever bookstore was there back in the day, they were the only mall that ever told me I couldn't bring a hand truck, that I had to use the actual back delivery tunnels, that I couldn't just run in with my hand truck and drop them off. I have said for years, since I was 20 years old, I've been like, if a fucking bomb hit the Short Hills Mall, I wouldn't shed a tear, man, this fucking place. But- what an interesting place in its own right to have that mall there, to have that, to have that connection to Milburn, to be this, like the idea that you can drive from the westward of Newark up South Orange Avenue, and eventually you're hitting that area where Livingston and Short Hills come together. I go, that right there, it's like this story of class and division in New Jersey. There's something interesting about it. If there's something interesting about it, even if it's not necessarily stuff that I personally am in love with or endorse, I don't think I can call it the most garbage town, even if I'm vehemently turned off by it, like I am with a lot of the Short Hills stuff. So my garbage town. Okay, Mike D, I'm seeing a reaction before I get into it. I know everybody's waiting on bated breath. Here. I just want to say, I, I, Short Hills is not my like flavor, but I don't think it's a garbage town either, specifically because the entire identity of the town is based around a mall which is the most New Jersey thing ever. And that's my only take on that. I'll say this. I personally, like, even though I was asked to go through the service entrance after coming home from work with a coworker and laughed and still walked through, like, Nordstrom's and Carhartt's and work boots, um, they do have that fantastic fountain uh, glass thing where I try to throw a penny in all the time. And secretly, I hope one day that... I will run into a wealthy woman that will want to take care of me. Um, so that's my holdout for uh, like Short Hills. But per, on a personal level, like a lot of people that I've met from Short Hills, um, they're like self-made, a lot of, like more self-made people with money. Yeah. And hey, listen, they want a fucking nice mall where they can buy shit that they want to buy. They don't want to have to drive to the city to go get fucking coach handbags. Good for them. I don't want to drive to the fucking city either. Fuck that. Great. They don't want to have to pay a toll to go get fucking Gucci stuff. Great. You have the Short Hills Mall. I don't want to go to fucking Xanadu and buy high-end fucking goods and go on a water slide or and ski. Yeah, I don't okay? want to have to ski jump to get uh, premium leather goods. Okay, Short Hills Mall. Yeah. And here's what I'll say. Being in Essex County and being someone who, like you have pointed out accurately, Nick, that I have a weird chip on my shoulder that I've not been able to let go about wealth and wealth disparity, especially as a guy who eventually did make some money in my life and then had to go, I've, I've grown up hating people with money. And then I went and made some and had to think about that. Now, here's the thing. Montclair is like the artsy, holier than now part of Essex County, right? And a lot of Essex County, I said this to Mike, I go, it's like a lot of the surrounding towns, Montclair's the counterpoint to my neighborhood in West Orange, to Bloomfield, to Belleville, right? Like Montclair is this gravity and it's the, those working class towns, the beauty of their working class nature is highlighted by the fact that they aren't Montclair and there's some resentment there. Short Hills is almost like the fucking rowdy, rowdy piper of Essex County. <laughs> Short Hills... It does not apologize. It knows it's the bad guy. Short Hills people understand that we hate them and they laugh in our fucking face about it like Rowdy Roddy Piper hitting Jimmy Snooker with the fucking coconut. They're heels and they own it and I respect the shit out of it, man. I have the greatest Short Hills heel story ever, actually. Okay. So when I think I was a ninth, 10th grader in high school and someone that we went to high school with, I became really friendly with. And she had a cousin who lived in Short Hills. And like, we met a few times at like, I don't know, like Chuck E. Cheese or the arcade. And I kind of had like a little crush on her and she kind of had a crush back on me. And she was having a party at her house one night where the parents were out and she lived in Short Hills. So she invites me to, invites me to this party and she lives in, the, you know, one of those giant like, 
center hall, like huge colonial three-story entrance houses. And it's a party where there's like 40 kids there and a few people have some boons. And this is like very like early drinking for a lot of people, not for West Orange kids. We were already very experienced at this point. So this party is going on as the night goes on. It's like raging and people are drinking. And in this center hall that they have, they have a chandelier. So after the party is going on for a few hours, I'm like, this is my chance. Like I'm going to swing from a chandelier. Like I've wanted, I've seen this in movies. I've wanted to do this my whole life. So I go up to the top of this staircase. And I mean, this is probably, I don't know what it costs them, but now this would be like three, $4 million home, everything fancy. I jump off the banister and I'm like, yeah. And I grab onto the chandelier and I'm like, I am at the top of the world and the chandelier like swings out to one end of the arc and immediately disconnects from the ceiling with me attached and crashes to the ground to the screaming horror of 40 Short Hills kids and one girl from our high school that we were friends with. And I am like on the ground. I have like embedded like crystal, which is like cut my skids up. My skids are ripped. I'm like bleeding in like a pile of crystal. And I literally, my the thought in my mind was like, what can I say to make myself seem cool at this point? And I, my, my mind went blank and there was nothing I could do. And I was like embarrassed. And I believe, I think I actually just ran outside to the bushes and started crying. So I think that was my <laughs> and that, short hills experience. And that's when West Orange kids stopped getting invited to short hills. And I was never invited forever. back and I never saw her again. <laughs> I respect it. And I'll say this too. Goodbye, Columbus. That's maybe my favorite thing Philip Roth wrote. And that's about a Jewish kid from Weequake dating a rich Jewish girl from Short Hills. And I love stories like that. And I love thinking about where we're from like that. Like I sit there and I dwell on things like that deeply. And I'm with you, Nick. I think a lot of the people there are self-made. And I think a lot of it is like ostentatious wealth, but it's not the same tacky wealth. Like I was calling out, a lot of the people who go out to dinner in Red Bank, they want you to know they're rich. Short Hills people, I don't think they flaunt it, but I think that mall... Kudos to them, man. It's like fucking WWE level heel stuff in the face of the rest of Essex County. And kudos to them. We've made everybody wait a long time. I now want to reveal to you what I think might be the most garbage town in New Jersey. And you guys aren't going to see this coming. I'm dying. So. Oh, boy. After I graduated high school, my parents, who had spent all their lives in the shadow of the Edison factories in West Orange. I mean, my parents, my mom grew up right next to the Edison factories. My dad grew up right next to Our Lady of Lords, raised me on the same block. My grandparents lived across the street. My aunt lived around the corner. My whole family, down the hill, West Orangers. My family decides to leave. And looking back on it, they inexplicably move about four or five towns away to a town called Fairfield. And I'm looking at this town. I'm thinking about what's the most garbage town in New Jersey. You know, my family wound up living in that house longer than I lived in my house on Allen Street. Huh, no shit. Have you ever heard me say a thing about fucking Fairfield? No. You guys have known me how long? When I moved to Woodside, Queens, I'm like, oh, we got the best fucking Thai restaurants here, this and that, blah, blah. I moved to Greenpoint. I'm like, I found the fucking laundromat with the pinball machines. You guys got to come out. I know where the good pierogies are. Every place I moved to, I fucking embrace it. I moved to Jackson Heights. I'm like, holy shit, it's the most diverse neighbor. There's fucking artists, all these immigrant communities, like trans haven in New York, like huge, like the Queens pride movement started because of the councilman. He lives in my building, Danny Trump. I find massive amounts of pride everywhere I go I sniff out what there is to be proud of in those places my family lived in Fairfield for like 15 fucking years guys isn't that unbelievable to you that is it's shocking I mean I went there a bunch of times but it didn't seem that long to me I worked in Fairfield for quite a bit it's a nothing town there's no downtown they got one little strip they had the Versailles Diner, which was a great diner. They switched owners. They changed it to the West Essex Diner. Got the airport. They got the little airport there. I guess that's okay. You had that one weird little bar that was in some, it was like a house. Nico's. Nico's Tavern. Yeah. That was a bar that was a house. There's a lot of towns that have an island like that. This is the most boring. It, it's, the Hangar. That was the bar over there, bar restaurant. Listen, this town, Fairfield, is the most fucking run of the mill. Upper middle class, fucking neighbors don't talk to each other. I think you'd be surprised because, okay, listen, go ahead. Listen, 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 right, let me finish because everybody no else got Sorry. to lay theirs out. There's no fucking sense of civic pride. 
There's no downtown to go walk around. There's one little area that has like a mini golf course and fun town junction, but there's, it's still a big strip mall where the post office is. They got the one bar, Nico's Tavern. No interesting weird New Jersey shit. The neighbors don't fucking talk to each other in that town. Everyone's Italian, but like more like wealthy Italian, like statues on the front lawn Italian, not like fun Belleville Italian. <laughs> Essex County already has like Belleville Italian. This is like Virgin Mary on the front they, lawn. They Italian. made Let it. Let me finish. This is a town. I'm, I'm convinced. It's part of the West Essex High School system, which is, come on, what the fuck is that? West Essex High School is Fairfield. Then you got Roseland. Roseland's cool. Roseland kids can be all right. Beautiful town. You got North, North Caldwell, really rich. Tony Soprano lived there. Something like about that. Essex Fells, which is so rich that it's fucking mysterious and pretends it doesn't exist. People literally pretend that town doesn't exist. And then Fairfield, trying to keep up. It, it, it's like, it's wealthy enough to be part of that, but it's the fucking low person on the totem pole of that. And the town fucking floods every time it rains. Yep. Half of it fucking floods. Yeah. Our friend Jan grew up there. He's uh, His family's from Thailand. I remember him telling me he used to take shit in that town. Not even kids being racist because he was Asian. Racist because he wasn't Italian, which is just a fucking cartoonish Jersey stereotype. Like, we're going to make fun of you for not being Italian. I once got in a fight on the fucking basketball court at the park in that town with some fucking asshole, some Fairfield dickhead. Route 46 runs through it, and that road has all this fascinating stuff. And miraculously... None of it's in Fairfield. All of the interesting stuff is in fucking sure. Wayne, and then it picks back up in Montville. And it's like Route 46 just becomes woefully uninteresting in this fucking town. They used to have an Italian place called Puzo's that I like. That place closed. There's nothing to this fucking town. They got what? A Lakeland bus that runs to the fucking city. There's nothing to this place. You can't be that boring and be in New Jersey. That town's garbage. That town's garbage. It doesn't even have... Like, even... Even, Nick, you describing the neighborhood on the border of Camden and Gloucester County, I'm going, the people there are fighters and they're living like a David Simon story, like The Wire. These Fairfield people, they have it fucking good. Dude, I'm completely convinced there's no East or South Caldwell, and I'm pretty convinced that Fairfield was supposed to be South Caldwell and the rest of the Caldwells were like, you're too fucking boring to even be a Caldwell. And the Caldwells are pretty fucking boring. The Caldwells are pretty fucking sleepy, you know? I love, like, I like... uh regular Caldwell like through Bloomfield Ave when it runs up through Caldwell you got the Cloverleaf Tavern up there you got some good shit you got the bin they're nice neighborhoods people move there for a reason because they wanted to like like have good schools they want a fucking yard they wanted like a nice house um, Fairfield I think like the same thing and then also the other interesting thing is this dude Fairfield sucks it's so boring it's so boring and nothing interesting or cool has ever happened there I worked in a perfume warehouse in Fairfield. <laughs> See, that's exactly that's exactly it. And here's what I'm gonna tell you: there is these like this is one of those things about New Jersey is like you might be in a town where it's like middle class, like okay, you have this like uh, is that the Essex County Airport? Um, I can't remember. Like, yeah, but, it's good. It, the Fairfield Air. Everybody just calls it the Fairfield Airport. Okay, so there's an airport there, like yeah, where what rich guys can fly their Cessnas. I don't. Well, no, I think it's a it's mixed use, whatever. But that's besides the point. The fact of the matter is, there's a lot of towns like Fairfield that there's businesses there that are like producing things, and Nick, none of the people it's a that perfume live- factory. The best thing you can tell me about this town is. A perfume factory. No, it wasn't made there. It was just a distributor. And actually, the son of the person who owned that company is now like a, like a very prominent uh, politician. Great. Anyway, I, I get it. Like, listen. They got Calandra's, but Calandra's has the restaurant in West Caldwell that's become like more of the spot. Some people just like people, some people just like boring, ordinary like lives. Listen, though. People who want boring, ordinary lives can go live in fucking Connecticut, Nick. This is New Jersey. I got no place for towns like this. Yeah, but they're from here. They're like, we made it out of Newark. This is so many towns around where we came from. The people made it out of Newark, and the towns have interesting things. The ring of Goombaism in Essex yes. County is this: How far away from Newark could you get? I gotta ask Mike D, because Mike D, I mean, you come from an Italian family. You know what I mean about this division of Italians in Fairfield, right? These people who have fucking like electronic gates that open for their car to pull out and then you see it and they have like a weird little fucking fountain that makes a piddling noise next to their Virgin Mary statue. They're proud that they're Italian, but they don't want to share their, they don't want to share their wealth or success with other Italians. It's just to like 
rub it in their face. Give me the Belleville type of Italian every day of the week, man. Some guy in a tank top who's ready to sell you a fucking watch out of his pocket. I love that. That's a different caliber because you're closer. To- I mean, that's the apex. The 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 apex of Essex County Goombaism is that amount of statues. And I know you guys, you've all been to my mom's house a million times, and if you look her next door neighbor who's an extremely nice guy he's at this point in his 90s from italy he has about 40 statues in his house and you know what you wouldn't know unless you talk to him is he's a major real estate developer in new jersey owned all these restaurants but i mean he has a statue every three feet that's like a a strain of new jersey goombaism that is like that's how you show that you've made it like how many statues do you have you like the basic is you have mary on the half shell and then the next one is you have venus tipping the wine jug and then it goes on from there and that's like how you just you might have a lion you see like the lions flanking the front walk in fairfield yeah that's everywhere i'm telling dude when fucking Fountains of Wayne closed down, they flew the flags at half mast. <laughs> I, I love that place. Fairfield. I love Fountains of Wayne. Oh, Fountains of Wayne. Yeah, of course we all love Fountains of Wayne. Fairfield kept that place in fucking business, man. When they, dude, when when they closed Fountains of Wayne, they had a fucking parade. They they had everyone dressed in black for three days. It was like when the Queen died in England. It was like that's what happened when Fountains of Wayne. Closed down in Fairfield. This place is so boring. I lived there how many years? I don't have any stories that came out of it. Nothing. You guys know me. All I do is sniff out the cool shit. You had to fucking leave the borders of that town immediately to find anything fun. I'm not going to argue with you on Fairfield because I, I, I think that's a really good example. Because again, like all my experience with Fairfield would be going to hang out with you or your brother or like visit your parents. And yeah, there's like... Outside that one weird bar, there was really nothing <laughs> going on in that town. And even that, that is, Nico's Tavern is a pretty great bar, and it's in somebody's house. It's like the bottom floor of the house is a bar, and that's fucking cool. But like the Great Notch Inn is like a ten minute drive down Forty Six. Yeah, and and, it, and it's and it's that on steroids. And you would tell a friend to go to the Great Notch Inn. You wouldn't be like, oh, you got to go to to Nico's. Got to go to Nico's. And then you get up. I, I wonder if it's still there. You get up Forty Six where Essex crosses into Mount Morris County. You got the County Line Pub or the County Line Inn. Don't know that. And one. that was like another fucked up bar where I remember I was driving with Mark from Weird New Jersey once, and he just we drove past that place, and he goes, "Ooh, the County Line." I had a friend who fucking drank himself to death in that place. And that's like a sad story, but like that's the type. Nico's Tavern, nice place. Don't get me wrong. And also shout out to Nico's. And if you find yourself in Fairfield, it's one of the places worth checking out. This fucking place, Fairfield. It's the most cookie cutter place. That place could be in Maryland. That place could be in Connecticut. That place has no, it doesn't have an ounce of fucking Jersey about it. Anywhere that likes a good flood. Oh my God. And then on top of it, it floods. And then on top of it, it floods. It's gross. The floods used to creep right up to my parents' curb and their house never flooded, but it would creep. The floodwaters would creep right up to the curb. I'm like, oh my God. And then right on the other side of it, you got Montville, you got Hook Mountain Road, one of the coolest named roads. Hook Mountain Road that had that old fucking arcade and the red church right there for a while. Like it instantly starts becoming towns that have stuff happening again. Is that Montville there? Right near Don Montville, Pepe's? Yeah, like uh, Tawaco and Pinebrook and Montville, I think are all part. I think they're all part of Montville. Like, yeah. I think. Montville. No, I'm Montville. V I L L E. The Morris County Montville? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Montville right there. Okay. I'm more familiar with like the rural areas of Montville. Yeah, no, right. 202 runs through there. It's spread out. Right. Then you hit 23 if you go out. Uh, Kinder. Kinder. Oh, yeah. Not Kinder Kamak. Kinder. That's up by Don. No, this is uh, Kinder. Anyway, whatever. Near. Um, anyway. No, I hear you. So my here's my thing is, and this is, uh, again, a, a experience space in Fairfield. The summer I was working there, I had lost my license for driving 110 miles an hour on Route 80, got pulled out of my car by like five troopers um, on my face, blah, 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 nothing in the car, like it was just an idiot driving fast. So I lose my license, have to go to court and everything. So that rest of the summer, like I still have to like get to work, right? So like every, and I'm I'm driving up uh, like Eagle Rock every day to like get there, blah, blah, blah. So of course, like the one morning, like 
I, my speedometer doesn't work in this car. Like you have to remember that. So there's no mile marker. So I'm just like driving by feel. And like, I think I'm okay, blah, blah, blah. I get pulled over and I'm like, oh my God, like I don't have a license. Like I'm screwed. Like I'm going to get, they'll like lock you up, right? So my, my, <laughs> my, uh, my feelings about Fairfield were based on number when I worked there. And yes, it's boring, but there was one good sandwich shop. And um, that one uh, right up near. Um, it was actually right across from the airport. Oh, across from the airport. And it looked like a brown house. I don't know if it's still there, but they made a great sandwich. There was a decent one where uh, Clinton Road comes off 46 and meets Horseneck Road. There was a nice little deli there. Right. And there's also local uh, local 68 stationary engineers, which are operating engineers that are based there. Right. But anyway, besides that, so this cop's like. He's like, uh, you don't have a license. I was like, no, I was like, I just got suspended. Like I'm getting it back in a month. I was like, I go back to school. He's like, well, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to work. He's like, where are you driving from? I was like, West Orange, blah, blah, blah. I tell him the whole thing. He's like, if I take you in, he's like, you're going to be in a world of shit. He's like, and I know like, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I told him, like, I showed him the paperwork of how long I was going to lose. He's like, all right. He's like, listen, go to work and drive home. He's like, drive the same route every morning because I'm always here. He's like, and don't go a fucking mile over the speed limit. He goes, if any of these other cops catch you, he's like, you're fucked. So I was like, I took that as a pretty like stand up like oh, great like thing. I'm not trying to say like whatever. Listen, if the best we can say about it is that they had there's a million Fairfields in New Jersey. That's what I yes. Think. There's a million Fairfields in New Jersey, and every single one of them has something more to it. Mike, do you remember that roommate of mine in college that I almost got in the naked fist fight with? I sure do. <laughs> I'll give you one guess what town he was from. Fairfield. Fucking Fairfield, man. And you stopped me from like dragging him out of your apartment and beating the crap. That's true. You almost killed that. There were multiple friends of mine who were ready to kill that guy. He had a certain angry chip on his shoulder that is like very hard to replicate in most people that I do not understand that I blame squarely on him being raised in Fairfield. Dude, I'm this guy, no joke, when we were sophomores in college- came back to our house one day and went, guys, I just saw this movie called Fight Club and I think it changed my life forever. And then he started acting like the biggest fucking dickhead any of us had ever met. And it was the beginning of the end for fucking masculinity in America. And it's all because this fucking jerk off from Fairfield saw Fight Club. If you were to create a character in something called Johnny Scumbag... It would be him. Yes. Like he would be Johnny Scumbag. Like, but not even that interesting. Like Johnny oh, Scumbag no, not is the name of someone all. far more interesting. It's like if I met somebody named Johnny Scumbag, I'd be like, "How'd you get that fucking nickname? Sounds interesting." This guy, there was nothing interesting about him. He would be Johnny Scumbag, except you knew that he didn't come up in the punk rock scene. If he came up in the punk yeah. scene, you would be like, "Oh, Johnny Scumbag, you must be cool, but not this guy." <laughs> yeah. And they went to what? They went to what? They went to West Essex. Yeah, they went to West Essex. West Essex is a notorious just scumbag fucking high school of like and you know he, he was probably shit on his whole time in like uh high school because he was from fairfield and like a lower echelon like goomba that's my assessment these people these people so listen everybody's out there we always say the voicemail number nine seven three seven eight zero four six six zero what do you say is the most garbage town in new jersey and we love your comments on the patreon mike do you do a particularly good job of making those comments like actual discussions um and I want to know, where do you land? Do you guys see places with failed infrastructure that um, that that are putting people in, in bad spots as the places that are most garbage, the places that need the, that help from the state where we need the corruption to stop, like Nikki Bonaduce says? Do you see the places that are overhyped and they get blown out in a place where they can never match their own buzz, um, the Red Banks and Montclairs of this world? Do you see them? as the most garbage places. Mike, I have to imagine that we could extend this to the new iteration of Somerville. Maybe to Hoboken. There's some shared DNA. Somerville's okay. I I was just in Somerville with a, a buddy of ours, <laughs> our friend, friend of the podcast, and Somerville to me is fine because, again, my criteria is if you're coming to New Jersey, no one is going to be like, you got to go to Somerville, man. You got to go to Somerville. Right, but if they start saying that, you're immediately going to go. I will immediately switch. Yeah. I think they are. Uh, I think they are now, but it's like uh, we're not living in the areas that you're like, hey, we're going to go to Somerville and have like a great meal at like 
It's multicultural. There's not just like white people there. There's everybody there. It's a cool town. And someday there's going to be a think piece on it. And Mike D's going to go. And now it's goose is cooked. What I should actually do is every time the New York Times publishes one of these pieces, I will just follow behind naming that the most garbage town. What was the one... I'm trying to remember. It was a couple weeks ago. You put out a new epi- new issue of the Behavel Stone to review. Yes, we will revive the Behavel Stone just to uh, yes, our, uh, our our underground newspaper from high school. Or do you ultimately agree with me that a cookie cutter and bland place is the worst New Jersey has to offer? That any place full of characters and pl- characters and stories and places with legacies and history that to f- somehow create a town like Fairfield that is void of literally all of that, that that's the worst. I want to hear which angle you out there all think is the, is the truest one, or if you have a different angle and if you have a different town. Or is there a fourth one, Chris, that you brought up? What's that? Or is it just Manville? Might just be Manville. I mean, remember <laughs> their town seal? Man- remember their town seal? Yes. That's a place with no pride in itself. Their town seal was literally like my son took a crayon and scribbled a little bit and walked away. That town seal sucked. That town has no pride. I mean, the answer, honestly, is probably Manville, but we've had a hell of a fun time dissecting the other options. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Manville forever. Peace. Thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. New Jersey is the world is Chris Gethard, Nikki Bonaduce, Don Finelli, Andrea Quinn, Carson Kopp, and Mike D. New Jersey is the world is produced and edited by Carson Kopp, Mike D, and Andrea Quinn. You can find us online at New Jersey is the world and on Instagram at New Jersey is the world. Also, please feel free to reach out and leave us a voicemail by contacting the home office of New Jersey is the World at 973-780-4660 in regards to anything show or New Jersey related. Please subscribe and listen to more episodes of New Jersey is the World on your favorite podcast service. If you're looking to join our extremely opinionated and Jersey-ish community, head on over to Patreon.com and search for New Jersey is the World. We have merch, which you can find at BelowTheCollar.com after searching for Chris Gethard. Once again, thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. New Jersey is the World, where New Jersey is the World.